Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, April 17th. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy goes to New York today to amp up the political pressure on President Biden to deal with the debt ceiling. Capitol Hill is abuzz with that sort of new semester energy that exists after the two-week Easter recess. And there are a whole slew of business items stacking up on the desks of members of Congress to deal with. None will present as big of a problem to tackle as dealing with the debt ceiling, which, as you know, needs to be raised before the United States hits the current limit, or the United States will, for the first time in its history, go into default. That, of course, could have catastrophic consequences on the American economy. And as we've been noting for months, House Republicans, led by House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, And the Democrats, led by President Biden and Chuck Schumer in the Senate, are still nowhere in terms of actual negotiations how to get this done. Both sides remain in the positions that they've had for several months now, which is House Republicans say there will be no raising of the debt ceiling without some spending cuts attached to that as a part of that process. And Democrats say there will be no negotiating about spending cuts attached to the debt ceiling, that raising the debt ceiling needs to happen in a clean way, not as part of a negotiation. So today, Kevin McCarthy, up on Wall Street at the New York Stock Exchange, tried to kick those negotiations into a higher gear. So here's our plan. In the coming weeks, the House will vote on a bill to lift the debt ceiling into the next year. Save taxpayers trillions of dollars, make us less dependent upon China, curve our high inflation, all without touching Social Security and Medicare. McCarthy did not mince words when it came to calling out President Biden specifically for what McCarthy sees as inaction to this point. Unfortunately, I have not heard from the White House since our very first meeting. President Biden has been missing in action and misleading the public. Mr. President, With all due respect, enough is enough. This is not how the leader of the free world should act. Your partisan political games are provoking the very crisis you claim to avoid. Now, it's important to note what McCarthy did not say when he said that his plan is to have the House pass a bill in the next couple weeks is exactly what's in that bill and whether or not he has enough Republican votes to actually pass such a bill. Given the fact that Democrats are opposed to attaching any kind of spending cuts to the debt ceiling hike, McCarthy will have to do this with just Republican votes alone. And remember, he doesn't have many votes to spare. We still do not have what is called the X date from the Treasury Department about precisely when the United States will hit the debt ceiling. But right now it's in a broad range, sometime between June and September the United States is expected to breach the debt limit, which is why there's new urgency as we are getting into the second half of April for Congress and the administration to deal with this. Some of the proposals that Republicans are considering to include with a debt ceiling hike, rolling back domestic non-defense spending to fiscal 2022 levels, 
limiting annual spending to 1% of annual growth for the next decade. That would save an estimated $3 trillion. There's also a proposal to rescind funding for certain programs enacted to provide COVID-19 relief that could perhaps save between 50 and $60 billion and to add work requirements onto existing social programs. Senate Majority Leader Democrat Chuck Schumer responded to McCarthy's speech today. Speaker McCarthy plays a risky and dangerous game when insisting on imposing severe cuts, which would hurt the American people, raise our prices, and threaten our economy before we avoid default. In addition, he can't even reveal what those cuts are. If Speaker McCarthy doesn't change his course, he could well take this country to default. The White House also had a response today. Andrew Bates, a spokesman for President Biden, said, quote, Speaker McCarthy is breaking with the bipartisan norm he followed under Trump by engaging in dangerous economic hostage taking that threatens hardworking Americans' jobs and retirement savings. However, a senior White House official tells CNN that if McCarthy could indeed deliver on passing a bill, as he says he will in the coming weeks, then Biden would be open to meeting with him again. House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries joined in the chorus of Democrats slamming McCarthy's speech by saying in a statement, quote, extreme MAGA Republicans continue to treat the full faith and credit of the United States as a hostage situation. Now, this is also the first time that Congress is back in session since former President Trump was indicted on criminal charges. The first time a former president in history has experienced that. So hearing from Republican members on the Hill on that that we haven't heard from yet will be interesting. Members are also continuing to deal with the fallout over the leaked Pentagon documents. And today, the House Judiciary Committee, under Jim Jordan's leadership, conducted a field hearing in New York that was basically geared towards taking on Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg in the aftermath of the grand jury indictment that he sought and successfully received against Donald Trump. But the other big issue that is getting talked about in the halls of the Senate today is something we discussed on the podcast last week. 89-year-old Dianne Feinstein, the senator from California, has not yet returned to the Senate as she continues to recover from her shingles diagnosis. And Chuck Schumer made clear today that he is going to try and seek a way to replace her on the Judiciary Committee, as she has indicated she would be totally willing to do while she's absent from the Senate. She's um, hopeful on returning soon. Uh, we think the Republicans should allow a temporary replacement till she returns. This would, of course, make it easier for Democrats to get judicial nominees from the Biden administration through the committee process and onto the Senate floor. However, we are already hearing rumblings from Republicans like Tom Cotton and others that Republicans are not going to be eager to stay silent and just make it easier to allow Democrats to move through Biden judicial nominees despite bipartisan relations that Weinstein has built up over the years of her service in the Senate. We heard from three high-profile Democrats yesterday to get reaction to what they think should take place vis-a-vis Dianne Feinstein. Give a listen to Kirsten Gillibrand, Tammy Baldwin, and Amy Klobuchar. We believe that a senator should be able to make their own judgments about when they're retiring and when they're not, and they all deserve a chance to get better and come back to work. 
Look, it's um, up to Dianne Feinstein and her family to uh, decide. But right now she says she's going to return. Let's make sure that happens. And it sure better happen before the debt ceiling vote. Those last two sound bites are courtesy of ABC and NBC. So as Minority Leader Mitch McConnell makes his return after his own medical battle due to a fall he experienced at an event here in Washington last month, we will learn if indeed there will be enough Republicans who would go along and help the Democrats replace Feinstein on this committee. If that does not happen, I guarantee you pressure will continue to mount on Feinstein to step down from her seat in the Senate. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii.